Okay, bosses, manager types, you need to know this. In the workforce today, the number one desired work perk is... You guys want to take a guess? I bet you Murphy knows it. Work perk, work perk. Um, Would be... Actually, I I would say time off, but I don't think that's the right one. Is it time off? Uh -uh. I've been wanting wanting an ice machine in here for a while. We haven't haven't gotten that. I don't think that... You're so simple. Producer David, do you have a guess? No. Number one work perk. Okay, I do know. Oh. Uh, if, if David doesn't know attire know. like if you get to dress down or you have to dress oh, up like uniform oh no but okay. you can dress however you want thanks because <laughs> you, you you got it going on okay yeah, when you said attire I'm thinking for your car <laughs> or what how is that a perk okay. manager Murphy has kicked in what do you what is your guess recognition no that's not although recognition that that's recognition most, is a human need yeah like but I read that that's one of the most important things that people yeah, in their jobs true. even if even if your salary is not what you want it to be if you know that your boss appreciates you and you're recognized for what yeah. you do then you know yeah. yes and yeah he said he read that where'd you read that in a manager's book <laughs> why <laughs> All right, this is from the mouths and the hearts and the desires and wishes yeah. of today's workforce maybe millennials more than anybody um because of the world that we live in Ooh, nap time no 40 <laughs> something percent of you know employees say they want a flexible schedule oh, they want okay. flexible hours they're, they're they're willing to give you what you need but they need to do it on their time well see and guess what we have seen that yeah i was gonna say google and facebook and all those big tech companies do flex time it's true you work it's, when you want to work and you get the, do- the job done because you're happy work when it works for you work when it works for your family yeah well because your family's a priority when you need to take breaks i i get that totally you like know, that I, it's I, key to their job satisfaction i guess we can't do that because our show's on at the same time every day right yeah it yeah. has a definitive start and a definitive yeah. end time. Well, so. We boxed ourselves into a corner here. Well, wait. Everybody be happy. We can just get some ice for Sam. <laughs> um, right now, i got to tell you this. Okay, You know, I'm trying to slowly catch up on each episode of Tom vs. Time, that Facebook Watch documentary. Yeah. I'm I, and I'm loving it even though the Super Bowl's over. And he I, lost. I, I totally would have. I'm still fascinated with his obsession with football and playing perfectly. You know, because perfection is not possible, but he tries yeah. all the time. And I would have already finished this whole series like a week ago, except it's one of those things where we're wa- Murphy and I are watching it together. Murphy's a very busy person, so at night it's like, well, you are too. can we please watch this together? So <clears throat> last night we're watching, I think it's only the third episode, where he takes his teammates. This was last year that actually happened. Oh, yeah. They went to Big Sky and they had a retreat. Yeah, golfing and stuff. So Tom is in the kitchen <laughs> making smoothies him pouring like flax seeds and yeah. peanut butter on top of blueberries I, I can't imagine I don't even know what that concoction is there but it, it looks can, good the blueberries changes the changes the whole color yeah. yeah okay blueberry froth this is good today right here this is a good mixture today alright that's Tom handing the smoothie the protein shake he just made to his uh, to his massage therapist so literally Murphy wants to stop it and go wait 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 what did you put in there what is that okay how and you... I, I sort of mentally did the same thing i'm like hey what does he drink so absolutely blueberries yeah looked like some yogurt i would think non-fat plain you know plain yogurt yeah. but i think i think it looked like flax seeds but definitely peanut butter but it's probably some, some healthy peanut butter rice too. with no sugar you know that and then what? Whatever he was pouring in there, Murphy, I've never seen that box of whatever he was pouring in there. Yeah, let's freeze frame that. It says hemp milk. I don't know hemp what that milk. is. What? It's called uh, tempt. Uh, so, anyway, yeah. 
Murphy was literally trying to make a mental list of what to oh. what Tom Brady oh, drinks. Oh, he's going to run out to the grocery, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I want to make sure my throwing arm is working. You know? <laughs> it's so cute. Anyway, so next time we make smoothies, I'm there. We're going to be trying to do not. I call them smoothies. What do you call it? You call it a protein it's shake. A protein shake. Because there was yeah. protein powder too. Yeah, yeah. He definitely had protein powder. Okay. Either way, can we watch again? Yeah. Like later. Episode- Four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you make some shakes and Tom then watch it. Versus, yeah, Tom versus time. Catch anything you miss on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. That way you can listen on your schedule and enjoy a new episode of After the Show every day, exclusively there on the podcast. I, know, I have another little uh, interesting mom fail that I'm still trying to figure out what to do about it. And I can't wait to tell you well, this, Sam. You're going to enjoy this. Murphy, I, you don't even know about it. I haven't yet. seen any Not mom really. fails from you. I mean, now, you know about the uh, the note we got in the mail from the library. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is about... Phoebe's missing books. It, it wasn't about just fines. It was about if you don't pay the fines, here's the cost of the you books. You got to buy the books. almost like 90 bucks. Okay, so I love to, oh. go, to, I love to yeah. go to the library. When there are I a took, number of books that are out. When I took... Oh. Well, all of my books are in and Taylor's books are in. When Phoebe went with us recently, she got like six or seven books about the Holocaust. She yeah. was very interested in reading about it. I'm like, absolutely. Check out as many as you want, babe. She got her own account and all that. And so she walks out with a stack of books. I didn't even count how many. And so she reads them and has them and she gives me some back when she's done with them. So I return them. And then we get this ma- this thing in the mail. It's like, oh, oh, okay. We still have two out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking in my car. I'm looking in her room. I have her look in her locker at school. We've looked everywhere. Yeah, this has been going on for the better part of a week. You, you More than a week. Yeah. She even told me that she thinks she loaned one to her friend. I'm like, you don't loan out a library book because it's on loan to you. So we yeah. had that conversation. Then my favorite part. She says, Mom, there was a stack of books on the living room floor by the, you know, by that shelf that I gave you. And I said, yeah, you gave me those for donation. Oh. She said, No. I gave you those because I wanted to keep those. Yeah. So we completely misunderstood each other. I, she told, I thought she told me she gave me a stack of books for donation. She thought she told me, no, I want to keep those, but somewhere else. Yeah, It's in a place where she normally stacks stuff for donation. So I do recall bringing a container of books and donating them recently. <laughs> and I remember where I donated them. So I ran the other day over there and I said, look. I may have donated some books here. A couple of them may have been library books. Can I please look at all the books? So I went and I spent an hour looking over four huge book sales at a discount resale store. I found Holy some of smokes. our books that I think that we donated that were hers. That none of the ones that she wants back. But not one single library <laughs> book in there. Not one single. I think I donated them. And that means they're gone. Unless wow. they got returned to the library. Like, if you were buying something secondhand and you saw a library book, wouldn't I mean, you, you think maybe? You no. would, you if, know. if you bought it, you own it. What are you going to tell the library? I, I just, I got to I gotta go talk to them with my money, I guess. Our money, Murph. So Jody, the cleaning tornado strikes again. Yeah. A dear friend of ours who is um, dating again after he lost his wife. Um, I'm not going to say his name, but we've shared this story because it's remarkable to me. I run into him a year ago. I hadn't seen him in a long time. How you doing? Give hugs. We catch up. And he says, you know, I've, I decided to start dating again. And when I before I even started dating, he said that he had made a list of all the things that would matter to him, what, that he would be looking for in a person. Mm-hmm. And he, when, this is where my jaw hit the floor because he said, I came up with 17 things. And I was like, 17 
Wow, he, he on, really thought this through. Did he do this on his own, or was it like part of therapy that he was told? Probably his own. I didn't. I didn't ask that that uh-huh. much. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are times when you get. You know, I'm very inquisitive. Yeah. And I'd usually go there with people. Like with you, I would, Sam. I would ask everything. But I just have a more of a boundary with him. Right. So I was just like, oh, that's wonderful. And wow. I said, yeah. I said, wow, to 17, you know, um, and I said, that's wonderful. And he said he's dating. He was dating somebody that pretty much seemed to fit it all, which was amazing. Well, you know, that's really smart. When you go through a lifetime with somebody and then you're getting in a relationship again that you didn't expect right. that you would need to do, you probably do want to make sure you're really clear that you're not just rebounding, that you really know what it is that you want. So true. Yeah. Okay. So, um. I love that he that he that he did this because number one, he's really happy. He's still with this girl, the one with all the seventeens. Yeah. I can tell you, the one with has got everything. He's with her right now, um, and I think it's going really well. And that's all I know. Like Does I said, boundaries. Like the kind of person that would have like, oh well, she's got fourteen. That's good enough. No, oh. no, he seems like a seventeen to me. Uh-huh. But anyway, grading um, on the curve. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you know, there's these three. I'm kind of iffy. There's about. nothing that'll make you grade on the curve more than being in love, though. Oh my gosh, oh, wow. the things you'll overlook. Right. Well, that's true too, Jody. You're right. It is true. Even more reason, I guess, to have a list. But I just telling this story for two reasons. Number one, tell, bringing it back up. Number one, what a great idea. I think it's more about knowing yourself. If you write down what you need in a, a significant other, and you have it on paper, and you've really searched your heart, you know yourself, and that's important. So it's an important exercise. Right. The other thing is that I think Sam got to work on it. Did you not? Well, it inspired me of sorts. Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't come up with seventeen. That's okay. You came up. <laughs> I with tried. Some... I mean, I came up with a list of ten, and it's like, can I do wow. seven more? And it's like, no. Well, then that's forcing it. If it was really important, well, ten I'd have is you. It down. Then maybe you're more sk- and, sliding scale than he is. And it's you know, I can I'll share a couple of them with you because those are like the most important ones. Nice. Like okay. the other five are just like, oh yeah, and don't forget. Mm-hmm. Okay, can we do that next? Sure. At least five. I'll give you five. Okay. We got it together, didn't we? All right, Sammy. Yes. All right, you decided to make a list of things that you want, need, or looking for in a significant a significant other. It's a good thing for anybody who's single to do so that you know yourself. It's more about you, really, I think. This isn't anything I took upon myself to just come up with. It's because of the Our person. Our friend. Yeah, he has his own list of 17 things. And he found somebody who fit them all. I yeah. Think. So it, I think. you've been you know, on, on and off in the online dating world for better better part of two years now, and you've never made a list to this point? You've never no. really... No, the description of myself and my profile can kind of be a vague reference of the I think list. This, it's an exercise for you. Yeah. It's for you. You don't have to share, but you have how many? I've got 10. Nice. Five of these are just kind of, oh yeah, by the way, things. The other, nice. The other five are kind of like, okay, it's really, you got to, it's got to come down to these five. Okay. What? <laughs> this is funny. All right. I'm just curious. Uh if we become a couple, we still need single time. Don't expect me to do everything with you. Smart. I'm not marrying or getting together with a stage four clinger. Got it. You know. Hey. Nice. And, well, and you're used to being have you, have single you, now. Yeah. Have you had a stage four clinger before? It's possible. And I've never even heard that term. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Somebody that you, you you are the sole focus of their life. Now, right. I know as a spouse, that person is very important. But, you, you know, you've got to have, gotta have a life. Right. Absolutely. And this one, you know... People may have a problem with this one, but sometimes they're going to dress up and be fancy. But for the most part, I expect to live a casual life mm-hmm. because I live a casual life. I don't like it when I have to dress up and sure. do fancy stuff. Right. I will do it because it's required at certain times. 
but I like to be. If I could go to a wedding in shorts, I would go to a wedding in <laughs> right. shorts. And there's nothing you don't have to apologize for your answers. Right. I think that's about knowing yourself. I love that. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett doesn't apologize for being casual. And all you time. know, and that's what I thought of Jimmy Buffett. If I could live the Jimmy Buffett life with the Jimmy Buffett money, yeah, we'd call it Sammy Buffett. You know, okay. that's how it would be. You have to have the talent. Too. Um, and you know, I know we've talked about this before, but you got to have a sense of humor. I don't expect you to laugh at everything. I don't yeah. expect you to have a hundred percent of the time humor. Ninety-five mm-hmm. percent would be good, but you know, <laughs> yeah, life is not that serious. Yeah. Um, nice. That's a that's a very important yeah, really, one, I think. These two are the most important to me. Don't expect a quick courtship. I'm older. I'm wiser. I'm not in a rush. Nice. Good. If it that's doesn't happen, really good. if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I'm not rushing anything nice. anymore. Nice, man. And, and number one, and this and could be controversial too. Uh, understand that there are times that my kids come first. Yes. Man, that should be. Yeah. Oh my God. That is, and that's that the perfect solid, priority number one. Love that's a that. Solid list, Sam. Get in you line, just, ladies. That's right. <laughs> Coming up next, next, producer David's got the mailbag. What do we have, David, as if we can transition from that? <laughs> well, I actually love that our listeners are actually making their own lists and sending them to the producer's mailbag. Mm. And there's one from Lisa I can't wait to read to you guys next. Still got Goosey's over here from Sam's list of the things he's looking for in a significant other. That number one. Goosey's. That number one. <laughs> That sometimes my kids are going to come first. Boom. That's super important. That says a lot about uh, you. And that to think Love really it. is like if there, if all other nine, mm-hmm. I can bend maybe. But no, you number bend that. that one doesn't get bent. Good. And because that, I know there are, I know there are folks that would have problems with that. That like mm-hmm. I come first. No, Mm-mm. there are times that the kids come right. first. And good that you know that they were here before you. As you continue to date. <laughs> It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what do we have? Well, Sam, you're not the only one that's made a list. Mm-hmm. We received a few from our listeners. Awesome. Um, this one specifically is from Lisa. She says, I only have a few, mm-hmm. but they are, one is family oriented. Yeah. Two is great sense of humor. Yeah. Three is stable. Mm-hmm. And four is- That leaves me out. <laughs> four is good conversationalist. Nice. Mm. Wow. I wonder if that's- that, well, good conversation. I understand that one. You know, maybe that would be one I would add to my list too. Because if if it's just like if you're carrying everything yourself, conversation wise, you're gonna know that going in early. Though you're gonna yeah. know that that's what dating is for. Yeah, that's what dating is. A lot for. of times, that's what creates the connection in the first place. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yeah. I never thought about having to put that on a list because to me it'd be like if there was not a good conversation on the first date, I'd be out. Yeah. Gone. Jody seemed like a good talker the first time I met her. So. <laughs> In fact, she wouldn't shut up. <laughs> no, that's not. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, why are you dang, looking, why are you looking you at me? Sam made the joke. <laughs> Fine. Uh, we, thank you, Lisa. We love hearing from you. <laughs> and Melinda, she's also been listening and has an interesting take on Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Yes. She says, I've been listening to the ba- to debate about Jody watching This Is Us while Sam watches Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I was totally in Jody's, Jody's corner, but the one thing I hate about Game of Game of Thrones is that every character I grow to like dies, yeah. and then the whole story takes a nosedive, and then I have to invest in another character. And not it just every takes too character much you like, not every character you like dies though, and sometimes death has to happen for things to change. But yeah. you know, on the, a show. But I mean. that's what's weird about it. Every Game of Thrones fan says that, but every Game of Thrones fan stays true to the show Man. and sticks with it. Too, it's so good. Hang with it. There'll be somebody else to love. I promise. We love hearing from you. Jump in anytime. You can even call 877-310-4MSJ. 
We were grabbing a bite to eat with the girls um, the other night and, well, it was the other day, and having a nice little lunch. And Taylor orders a salad before her pasta dish. Taylor's 16. Yeah. And she, um, it arrived, and it's a kind of a big salad. It's piled high on a little plate. Uh, and yeah. she's like, as soon as the waiter walks away, she's like, ugh, it drives me crazy. I can't really mix this up. And she's right. I like to get in there and mix my salad up, too. So you put a kind of a big salad on a little plate, yeah. not a saying. bowl. It's just too, it's already overflowing, so when you try to mix, it's all going to hit the table. Right, and she wants yeah. a bowl. Right. And so that is her restaurant pet peeve. And I'm like, man, everybody's got one. I for sure have a pet peeve. David, you have a pet peeve, a restaurant? <laughs> yes, one? I love to go get chips and salsa anywhere, especially with queso. But if you eat queso, if I'm ordering it for the table yeah. and you Either Spoon. let me get a little, yeah, don't scoop up the entire thing on one chip and just be the person to say, I'm not going to have any, and then do that. That drives oh, me nuts. It's funny, David is looking at me. Oh, <laughs> have you ever had queso with Murphy? No. He's, it's fine if I you do that, a, but order your own. serious yeah, yeah, about right, it. Right, well, I agree. If you're talking about like a table for 10, you need to order enough for everybody. Yeah. For the, I, the problem is I when I dip, man, I get dip. No matter you what it is. He doesn't deep. dip lightly. I am, I, all right, right. I'm, I need extra heavy-duty chips because I'm one who wants to taste the dip. So I might be a guilty party of the case. Although uh, I am polite to others around me. Yeah. I just happen to eat a lot when I You grab. also stay in the dip a long time. Everybody's standing there with their chip waiting to get in and you're like in it and talking. You gotta saturate the like... chip. You can't just dip and go. <laughs> but man, one time that happened, I was like, I would have ordered a large if I would have known this, not yeah. a small. Yeah. And what are you gonna do? You know, it, it puts you in a bad position. Everybody's got restaurant pet peeves. They do. Uh, so we'd love to hear yours. Maybe you need to know this if you're dating, mm-hmm. if you're going out to eat a lot with other people. You know, something to think about, yeah. okay? 877-310-4675. What is yours? Who do we have coming up? Well, we have Bree, and she's got a really good one. It's a very obvious one that I think we'll all agree with. It's funny to realize that everybody who goes out to eat has a restaurant pet peeve, but we do. We're just human. Um, well, sometimes it's not about the restaurant. Sometimes, like David said, it's the people you're with who are like all descending on one small lone appetizer. You know right? What I mean? It's kind of like, yeah, if you yeah. didn't order the queso, you don't get. If you didn't order the queso, don't it. touch the queso. Yeah. <laughs> so eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. What's your restaurant pet peeve, Bree? My restaurant pet peeve is that many restaurants are entirely too dark. Mm. Like the lighting. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're not about the mood. You want to see the food. Hey. Right. Exactly. I remember going, um, I can't remember what restaurant it was. It was like a hole in the wall mom and pop restaurant. Yeah. Not only yeah. like were the, the walls painted like this navy blue, but the Ooh. lighting. Yeah. It was dark. I couldn't see my food and I ended up like kind of spilling stuff because yeah. I couldn't see. You know what's funny well. about you saying this? That's a fine line to me because if I'm having a night romantic dinner, I want. I don't want bright lights. You know, I don't want fast food lighting. I want something nice on the eyes, Ambience. but not, but not too dark to see my food. What I could not do, what I found I couldn't do, Bree, was um, go eat regular food in a movie theater. I tried that, and oh, I can't. Come do on, that. that's fun. If it's not popcorn, I can't eat it in a theater. Yeah, really? I tried that mm-hmm. as well. Like yeah. I was more concentrated on eating like the pizza that I got than focusing on yeah. the right. movie. It's like I don't want to concentrate s- on one thing or the other. Yeah, and that's dark. I don't know. I'm with Sam. Completely I like rolling the cl- recliner back and my burgers on my ah, belly. That's I'm right. fine with that. <laughs> but you can't see if it's not fully cooked. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, a little darker. Well, you know, the reason that might be too dark is they don't want you to see something. Okay. On the floor, yeah. on the walls. <laughs> I think something moved. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you, Bree. Thanks. No problem. Love hearing from you anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. What is your restaurant pet peeve? We know everybody's got one. Hey, and uh, you can come hang out with us after the show with the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast, hey. in case you didn't know that. It just, it just, well, it just occurred to me, you know. Days get busy. It's something fun. We do a new episode every single day. You get it right. exclusively there. And of course, when you subscribe to the podcast, you can catch up on anything you might have missed this morning. Yeah, we've been doing restaurant pet peeves all week, and I just want to start by saying that um, I'm not trying to pick on restaurants. We're not. Um, I think well, no, being in the restaurant business is probably one of the hardest things to do, period. We've had a number of calls from waitstaff and people who work at restaurants. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah it's just about My the overall experience. Yeah. So, 877-310-4675. Good morning, Claire. What's going on? Um. Well, I have two pet peeves for y'all. Okay. okay. Um, so, the first one is something that I think um, everybody's probably experienced is a waiter or waitress with the attitude of not my table, not my problem. Mm. Yeah, Where if so. they're not designated in that area, they will walk straight through it and mm. not pay any attention. Yeah. And that just drives me bonkers. Um, if I go to a restaurant and I can see in the kitchen or kind of in the, the area that the waiting staff hang out in and I see trash on the floor, mm-hmm. I cannot eat there. Trash on the floor, like what specifically? Mm -hmm. Where you're sitting down, you can kind of see the entrance to the kitchen or back to the kitchen a little bit. Totally. Or the soda station there. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes there'll be cups and napkins and straws and stuff just all over the floor that the waiters and waitresses walk over or kick to the side and Mm -hmm. just walk Mm -hmm. right past. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I would not do right. that at home. Yeah. There are times whenever I'm going to go eat somewhere, I think, do these people care? Yeah. Like, about mm-hmm. what they're sending out? Or is it just, I'm another brick in the wall? Yeah. Because I don't want to be another brick in the wall with food. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Claire. You know, Sam, you ought to get you one of those t-shirts. Why? <laughs> <Not, laughs> do I care? Not my, not my table, not, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good week stop shirt. You know you're in trouble when you walk into that restaurant. <laughs> okay, eight, seven, it could be a fun restaurant. Though. Eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. All right, so restaurant pet peeves, and it's not really about the restaurant as much as it is the social environment. What's funny is that it is week. about the restaurant for me because for me it's the chairs. You, if you, if, if I'm not comfortable, I can't eat right. there. But it, I'm but weird. It's, you know, but we've had a lot of wait staff calling this week too, and you yes. know, talk about the issues that they have with you know, it's it's just kind of funny in a social setting like that. What you know really Man, gets you? We, so we're also picky. Yeah, yeah. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Would love to know yours. What's yours, Wes? I uh, when I go to a restaurant, I have to have my back to the wall, and I have to be able to see the door. Yes. Are you a cop? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, yeah. um, I'm actually, I'm in the military, yes. and yeah. I've come to find out that there's a lot of people in my unit that are the same way. Exactly. I say that, you know, there's, my, I have a, a cousin who is a police officer, an uncle who's a retired police officer. They always back their car into parking spots, always, no matter what. If we're just swinging in to get a Diet Coke, they back in, and they can't have their back to the door. Oh, my wife is mad at me because I'm always backing in the parking spot. Oh, that's okay. Really? She can't back up. She can't back up to save her life. But everything <laughs> right. I back up into, like everything I pull into, I'm backing up into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Well, Wes, I'm going to tell you, my cousin, one of the first times I realized it, we all sat down. He'd parked the car, but backing it in, I'm sure. And we sat down, me and my cousins and his wife and all, and we were about to go to a concert. He was bringing us to the concert and then picking us up later. And um, we were eating. And she says, you're going to have to move because Phil has to sit there because he can't sit with his back to the door. And that's when I learned about it. And honestly, I feel safer with that type of person around. Yeah. You're aware. Yeah. If I don't see the door, I don't know anything's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, and all those around you should appreciate that because that is, you can't change that about yourself, but it's good for everybody around you and those you love. <laughs> I started doing the same thing after watching mafia movies. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's like, you know, I know you said it's police officers, but the first thing I thought was mafia. <laughs> what? Well, you're going to get whacked in a restaurant. You want to have you, you have- know that, Jody, from all the m- movies we've watched, you know? Right, because sitting facing the window has kept all those guys from being whacked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not that anyway, simple, I don't think. I get it, Wes. <laughs> Thank you for the call. So Sam put this bright idea in me and Jody's head since he was making a list of you know things that he wants in someone else. Yeah, the singles list. This really all started because we have a great friend of ours who did this list of things that were important to him, kind of as non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. And when he got into his next relationship, guess what? Yeah, she fit them all. Yeah, and all amazing. seventeen of them. It's about knowing what you want. How many did you come up with, Sam? I came up. Well, actually, I came 10? up with eleven. Remember, I eleven added, added the other one. Serious? That's yeah. good. Yeah. Now you know what you're out for. Uh huh. But since Jody and I are married, I mean, you know, to me, well, we'll get to see each other's, you know, values and what's important. We know that though. But I don't know if I like the pretend playing. What if we were single routine? Oh, okay. We'll get to yours. Yours yeah. is next. Let's start with Jody. Okay, I had a couple of funny little honorable mentions. Like I hate pumping gas. You know, I like a man who kills bugs for me because yeah. I don't like doing that. Yeah, so, yeah. but um, those are my funnies. Like, oh, and give me a little nickname. You know, I, I like do that. that. And, I, and I, by the way, I forgot to tell you when I was taking out the trash the other night, there was a roach in some of the recyclables. Ah. I'm glad I took care of that. You know, ah. bragger. You didn't, know, you didn't even know about it. If you were not around, I'd be bothering the neighbors for that kind of stuff. Okay, <clears throat> but my serious list. I only came up with four things that I would be looking for if you weren't here in my life, Murphy. Okay, okay. or if something were to happen. Four. We'll go into order. It's the most important. We'll say for last. Okay. I need funny. I need someone who can lighten up a situation. It's basic survival in life to me. Funny balance with maturity, meaning knowing when to joke and when not to joke. That's big. You got to have funny. You can't be serious all the time. No. Oh, my gosh. Well, it really helps after an argument, too. Remember the time? I don't remember what the argument was about, but I, I put a sign on my back. That said, you can kick me here if you want. Oh, I forgot about that. It was years ago. Did that work? I was it still mad, work. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, I need someone to be in my corner. If you're not, you know, why bother? Meaning, be on my side. Mm-hmm. If you know that matters to me. I don't know why that matters to me so much. Some deep-seated reason, well, I'm but sure. I, but I think that's being a best friend, isn't it, really? I guess. I guess maybe a long time ago I was picked on a lot. Yeah, but to me, that's, that's like... That should be a given too in, in a relationship that you, the other person needs to be on your side. I agree. You got to have your back. Yeah, yeah. And it's any other cliche I can't think of. Um, I need someone who is secure in himself, someone who's fine. And if I want alone time, can handle it, mm-hmm. you know, right. and knows that that's important to me. You know, that's important to me. Yeah. Uh, on the works. daily, I need a little me. Right. Okay. And then number one on my list, most important. You will not meet my children until I'm 110% sure you are not a creeper. Ah, smart. That's a big one. That's, that, uh, that's protective mama, and I do get that. If yeah, I were totally dating, like, I just, there's, and even if you met them, that doesn't mean they're in your life. Right. Or you're in their life. That's a just, tough, that's a tough call, too. That's the number mm-hmm. one red flag I'd feel. So there you go. Whew, off my chest, Murphy. <clears throat> you, you made that seem easy, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Now it's your Does turn. Does it bother you? 
So a pretty good list there, Jody. Of, Thank uh, you. Of things that if you were single, which as we know you're not, you know, you're not 18 years into this thing we call marriage. But I, I do think it was a good idea for us to kind of go through the exercise. You know, it works made, for single people. And it, yeah, it works for single people. Kind of helps you clarify, you know, your own var- values in your own uh, relationship. Yeah, it's a so. short list too, Jody. Just four things. Well, the big ones. Easy to please. It's not real. It's not. I'm not about to put it out there, so I didn't have to overthink uh, it. Okay. Right. Well, and those four pretty much are non-negotiables, and so you don't they want are. too many non-negotiables, right? I mm-hmm. mean, right. You got to figure out what you're flexible on and, and right. what you're not. So, not I mean, flexible. You have to yeah. not be a creeper, yeah. and you can't push to meet the girls because that is that's yeah. the last thing that's going to happen. And so, uh, so I get all those things totally. <laughs> what? You're not going to be a creeper. Well, you just well, got to get to know people before you really yeah. know if somebody's You mean like me hanging out at Home Depot? No, that's not what I mean, okay. Sam. Well, okay. Jody's actually kind of had that experience before. You have somebody who wants to be close to the kids, mm-hmm. unusually so, you know what I mean? It was just kind of, mm-hmm. it was weird. It was, a, you know. Suspect. Well, weird. not in a criminal way. You no, know? no, it no, was no. Just, <laughs> just like, yeah. It was just one of those. Pushing. New, it was a new addition to the family. I think they were uncomfortable and they wanted to be accepted. Yeah. So they were trying to adopt everybody quickly: kids, uh, family, aunts, gotcha. uncles, everybody all at yeah. once. And you want to see the bear come out? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you're up, Murphy. I hate to break it to you, but I don't have a list. You forgot? No, I didn't forget. I just i I kind of got weirded out in the process mm-hmm. because I'm I was sorry. I was all about us. Really, I, I was comfortable saying the things that you know I want. In a relationship, that's right. not the problem. It just started getting weird to me when we started talking about the, you know, well, if you're not here and yeah, single, it wasn't and blah, supposed blah, blah, to yeah. be literally. It wasn't supposed yeah. to be like it's really true. It's just sure if and I, and, I, and Jody's like list that. is perfect, so I have no problem yeah. with that. It just you know, for me, it got kind of weird. I, I couldn't get it to come from a, a, a natural place because it like sweet. I you started every, thinking of other things. I have everything that I need and want right now. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> I hope that you never have to make the list. <laughs> but I will say this. I know you're not comfortable with talking about it, but if you ever do find yourself in that place, make the list. Be really true to yourself about it, but take your time, please. I've seen too many men rebound quickly because they don't want to be by themselves. I guess women do too. You think Murphy's that way? Mm, I don't know. I, I would think, I think that he's, pick, he's he'd be picky. smart enough to think it through. I do too. I do too, but I'm just saying... Think it through if you ever have to do it. So let me make sure I understand this. This so I still need to make a list of some sort at no. some point. No. Okay. If you ever do, yeah. If being the biggest word in the language here. Got it. All right. I had no idea that Sam's list was going to gain this much traction. Hmm. The list of things that you know you want in your next relationship. And, and how it's a paper. good idea to actually make a list, too. It is, so you, you know, know yourself. It's funny because the more I think about it, I would have never made a list to start with. I mean, right. In fact, I didn't make a list. And right. it's like when you get into it after three marriages, it's like, okay, I, yeah. I, need, I need some guiding principles here. You know what you want. <laughs> it helps you know yourself better. And, you know, hopefully it, you'll get there. Right. And I came up with a list of 10 things. Uh, some of those are kind of like, oh, yeah, this is important, but it's not a deal breaker. The kid thing about, you know, my kids will come first some of the times. That's that's a, a deal breaker. breaker. That was number one, you said. Yeah. Okay. And and then I thought, you know, how I how could I have left this one thing off the list? Because <laughs> it, oh, and honestly, this came up in one of my previous relationships. Uh-oh. And that now um, if I get together with somebody, I don't want any more kids. Oh, that is huge. And yeah. I don't mean if, if this person has a couple of kids. You're okay with a blended right. family. Right. A blended family is cool. If you got yours and I got mine, we bring them together, boom, 
but there's going to be no more. And Murphy, I don't mean this because you and I have had the the procedure to make it impossible physically, uh, non-miraculously have a, a child, but I, I do not want any more children. Right. I mean, and that's... I think that's, that's very That's definitely important. a... If, if you can't get past that one, I'm sorry. That's very important for you to know if you start dating a lady who wants more children. Yeah. I'm not saying it's first date conversation. Obviously, it's not because that would be uncomfortable, but it is something <laughs> that you need to know about yourself and you need to lay <laughs> yeah. it on the line. This appetizer's delicious. By the way... Jody's saying that you don't need to put your non-negotiables on a flashcard, yeah. but... No, but before you start, if she fits every other criteria and feelings start flying around Mm -hmm. and that's a non-negotiable for you, you'll be at war with yourself about what to do. That's my luck, huh? Man, this this girl is perfect. Perfect, except... By the way, I can't wait to get together so we can have kids together. (gasps) Oh, man. Check, please. I want to let you know that this weekend I spent in search of my... uh, Mystery woman at Home Depot. Oh, Sam! Oh gosh. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Because and he, and here's why. I had a a friend of mine uh, who's heard us talking about it, and right. uh, they had texted me that hey, you know, my son used to work at Home Depot, and when you work there, they don't necessarily assign you a, a place. You get to work. They move you around the store, so you get to know everything. Right. So me going, she's not always going to be there at the checkout. Right. Me going back and hanging out at the checkout. Loserville. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you got to move necess- around. Right. So I, I I did this. I went twice this weekend. Yeah. For real. Now speaking reason. of Loserville, Murphy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, that guy Damn. is back. Um, and I roamed the store. I went outside in the garden center. I yeah. walked up and down. And you know what? I realized doing this they have a lot of employees at home depot sure they have to because it's so big <laughs> I swear. you never paid that much attention before now did you i mean i've seen the orange vests but it's like they are everywhere uh, well you're you're looking for an orange vest and yeah. you saw a ton that were not her is yeah, that what happened I, I saw a ton that were not her uh, twice i'm sorry and wait 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 you went through the whole store twice yeah i went through the whole store on uh saturday and then and i wound up buying some, something too because i felt a little guilty sure and then i went back on sunday and again i, I wound up <laughs> buying something i spent a good probably about 30 minutes in the store too not okay. just looking for what i wanted to buy but yeah I, I mean i went everywhere i went back by the bathrooms like i said the garden center i went back in the corners of the store where yeah, the, the blinds. You didn't are. let anybody know you were looking for a certain female. No, 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 okay. no. I didn't. I didn't stop anybody and say, "Hey, there's this brunette about yay high." Well, I think you should still continue to try to find her since you had that flirt, that whole what, that whole flirtatious checkout right. thing you guys did. Um, did you have a plan of what you were going to say? Um, I mean, were you ready? I checked out here a few weeks ago and I saw you. I, I, no, I really didn't. And That's I, good. You know, That's now okay. That, now that I think about it after the fact, I mean, yeah, I, it could have been total creeper. You know, especially if I'd have seen her somewhere other than the cashier place. You know, because there, could have said, "Hey, a couple of weeks ago, I was here, right here, and you checked me out." <laughs> well, you just do it differently, but you do the same thing. Yeah, you say, "Hey, you helped me before. How you doing?" Yeah. So I'm just thinking, maybe up. maybe she had the weekend off this weekend. So I'll go you back. You did too. It's always next weekend. <laughs> yeah, right. There always is. Okay, bosses, manager types, you need to know this. In the workforce today, the number one desired work perk is. You guys want to take guess? I bet you, Murphy, knows. Work, 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 work,
Is it time off? Uh-uh. I've been wanting one an ice machine in here for a while. We haven't, haven't Sam, gotten so that. Simple. I don't think that. You're so simple. I, Producer David, I, do you have a guess? No. Work, number one work part. Okay, I do know. Oh. Uh, if, if David doesn't know. Attire. Know. Like, if you get to dress down or you have to dress oh, up like uniform. Oh, no, but okay. you can dress however you want. Thanks. Because <laughs> you, you you got it going on. Okay. Yeah, when you said attire, I'm thinking for your car <laughs> or what? How is that a perk? Okay. Manager Murphy has kicked in. What do you? What is your guess? Recognition. No. That's not. Although recognition, that that's recognition the most, is a human need. Yeah, but like I read that that's one of the most important things. That people yeah, in their jobs, true. even if even if your salary is not what you want it to be, if you know that your boss appreciates you and you're recognized for what you do, then you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He said he read that. Where'd you read that? In a manager's book. <laughs> Why? Yeah. All right, this is from the mouths and the hearts and the desires and wishes yeah. of today's workforce. Maybe millennials more than anybody. Um, because of the world that we live in. Ooh, nap time. No. no. <laughs> 40-something percent of you know employees say they want a flexible schedule. Oh, they want yeah. flexible hours. They're, they're, they're willing to give you what you need, but they need to do it on their time. Well, see, and guess what? We have seen that. Yeah, I was going to say Google and Facebook and all those big tech companies do flex time. It's true. You work it's, when you want to work and you get the, do- the job done because you're happy. Work when it works for you. Work when it works for your family. Yeah, because well, your family's a priority when you need to take breaks. I, I get that totally. You like know, that I, it's I, key to their job satisfaction. I guess we can't do that because our show's on at the same time every day, right? Yeah. It yeah. has a definitive start and a definitive yeah. end time. Well, so. We boxed ourselves into a corner here. Well, wait. Everybody be happy. We can just get some ice for Sam. <laughs> Reach out to us anytime. Facebook, Instagram. Call us at 877-310-4MSJ. What you got in the uh, mailbag, Producer David? Well, we got a question for Sam. Yes! <laughs> Michael wants to know, did Sam come up with a name for his iRobot? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Her name is Jasmine. Why Jasmine? Um, Magic carpet? No, uh, because uh, get it? the animals are named after Disney stuff. Right. Not Gus from Cinderella. Gus, Gus. Uh, we have a boo, the cat, and we have Rue, Kanga and Rue. Yeah. And so, and Jasmine, for some reason, I saw her gliding across the floor and I thought Magic Carpet. <laughs> Very Jasmine. good. Wow, there you go. Wow. Okay, now that makes sense. Now mm-hmm. I get why you would name this yeah. thing. And you want to nice. keep it short, too. You don't want too uh-huh. many syllables. Well, that's yeah. like Michael. He said they named theirs Mangus. So when it gets stuck, the kids say and sigh in despair, Oh, Mangus, Mangus. you got stuck again. That's funny. If we get one, are we naming it? We've got too see, many names. I, I'm not somebody to name equipment, but, you know, I, 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 we'll Me see. Either. Sam tried to sell us on it, you know, earlier. Not the name, but the actual yeah. getting the iRobot well, version getting to of you, it, yeah. Getting you to buy electronics is easy. Naming them, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Jas- Jasmine works great, by the way. Thank you, Michael. Uh, reach out anytime on Facebook or Instagram. We love hearing from you. Sam, remember how I was explaining that the trash can at, at our house, me and Jody, you know, have three cans that usually sit out. One disappeared. Uh-huh. Yes. And a so lot of I, trash cans. I go back and I watch the uh, video and see, hmm, okay. The home surveillance it, video. It, it wasn't somebody taking it. It just so happened the automated garbage, it, you know, the claw came out, can goes up, claw can comes down. In. No can. <laughs> right. Can doesn't come back. Uh, so I'm like, okay, well, let me just go ahead and, you know, call and, and get a replacement on this. So uh, I made the phone call. You want to know how is this all went? Yes. I'm dying to know. Um, so this is actually pretty cut and dry and pretty simple. All I need to do, uh, I've never had to do anything like this before. I have to take the video and I have to get a notarized statement. No, you don't. Right. That certifies. What did I tell you? The video. Red tape. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I'm just kidding. See, I told you. 
No, they were <sighs> the city was like they were totally understanding. It was like, you know, unfortunately this happens more than we would like to admit. Huh. So, you know, yeah, not a problem. We're gonna send you another one. Okay. Thank you. So even though I know you would have loved for it to have been the red yeah, tape thing. Honestly, I believe it could have gone the other way too. <laughs> no, it was simple. Sam, you've got an interesting shirt on today. I've never seen you wear, so it's white. Read every no the T-shirt with the writing. Oh, on it. underneath. You tell everybody what, what your T-shirt say? says. The the more people I meet, the more I like my dog. Yeah, baby. Where did you get that? Did you buy it for yourself? No, I did not. It was given to me by Jackson, my uh, my thirteen year old. Oh, is, that's cute. I think it was a Father's Day gift mm-hmm. or a birthday mm-hmm. gift. Which, I've never seen you. And the thing is. It. You know, it's his mom that's buying these things because Jackson still hasn't caught on to the. I got to get dad something. You, you, you sure he didn't pick it out? No, because I've worn it in front of him and he hasn't made a comment like, yeah, that's the oh, shirt I got you. Oh. So, I mean, he probably went with mom and it was like, hey, wouldn't your dad like this? Oh, yeah, that's funny. He's got that's Gus. Nice. He loves Gus. So, did you thank her? No. Should. <laughs> Anyway, it's cute. It's very you. And man, yeah. do I sometimes feel that sentiment. You know that alone time I say that I need every day, which I do. I find right. that I need some me time every day. A lot of times it's not alone. It's with my dogs. Yeah. Well, we've got Walking. five of them. It's kind of tough to get away from them, you know? <laughs> totally. Especially Papa the Bulldog. Yeah, no kidding. I'll get you one of these, Jody, and just put an S on the end and say dogs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>